0: Warning, this show contains erectile dysfunction.
1: In a world where a pandemic has kept everyone inside, three friends would make a podcast. This is their story. Movies, TV, other stuff. Welcome to the Uncredited Extras. Previously on the uncredited extras, co-piloting with me, IMDb credited writer and actor Hayden. How you going, mate?
0: Hi, I I like to consider myself more like a first mate.
1: First mate? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean,
0: yeah. Because we've knocked off the first two senior positions on the ship, so whatever's left is for Doc. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He he looked quite miffed when you said that. Yeah, he,
0: (laughs) he, you know, real subservient, real, real. Deck washer. <laughs> oh, thanks.
1: <laughs> for anyone who knows the Bluey TV series, probably no one outside
2: of Australia probably, would have Probably it. no.
1: <laughs>
2: but it's, uh, well, anyone check it out. It's on ABC Kids. But yeah, made a couple of uh, dioramas for their figures and that they got for, for Christmas. And yeah, they really enjoy it.
0: You say it's on uh, ABC Kids?
2: It is, yeah.
0: Okay, so it's not like The Wire?
1: No. <laughs> no. Definitely <laughs> No, gen- definitely, um, no, gentleman Jack is a is a nice drop for those who enjoy a bit of whiskey. Um, I myself have gone on the spice rum and coke as well, so I'm on the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well. That's a lot of good. Goes with our pirate theme.
1: Oh, in between last episode and this one, we laid down the challenge for the movies that Doc has never seen. Selected time bandits. Doc said yes, I will watch it and. Sadly for Doc... Damn,
2: I've, I've let everyone
1: down. Yeah. Can I,
0: can I just point something <laughs> out? So if we just, for argument's sake, say he's had 31 days. Mm. Time Bandits goes for maybe 90 minutes. Yeah. He's had uh, 744 hours <laughs> to watch Time Bandits, <laughs> and he couldn't put aside 1.5 of them.
1: No, he couldn't. Uh, and I can guarantee you uh, there would be... Quite a number of hours dedicated to or prioritised to gaming, I reckon. What what say you, Doc? What say you to that?
2: There hasn't been as much gaming as you'd expect because the, oh. the dioramas we spoke of took up a lot of time. You'd actually be surprised.
1: You had to consume a lot of uh, ice creams to get all those sticks as well.
2: <laughs> that's exactly. That's that's where a lot of the time
1: went. <laughs> I'd like to see a photo of you just consuming all those ice creams. My mouth is numb. <laughs>
2: Lying on the floor, covered
0: in melted ice cream and pop sticks. <laughs> You've still got four in your beard, I think.
2: Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> Stuck in there.
1: Those are the missing ones you're looking for. <laughs> you saying I oh, don't <laughs> think are, I've yeah. got enough left.
0: I actually, look, let me... I, I actually have a challenge to pitch to Doc. Yes, go that, for it. That, that, that oh. he can deliver to me. That maybe you two can ponder over for the next episode. Oh. I know how much you two want me to watch The Room.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel something good is brewing here. Yep. Yeah.
0: I I feel it's only fair that he he set me the task of watching films that I clearly have no desire to watch. That that would be an interesting idea. He pitches me films that I have to watch by the next episode, or I am forced to watch the room.
1: Hmm, wow. That adds another layer to the onion. <laughs>
0: There are not 16 films to watch on Christmas. There are four.
1: I reckon you'd have to Die Hard on your list.
2: <laughs>
0: That's number one.
1: Home Alone on there?
0: Home Alone is on there. You have Christmas Vacation. Okay. Yes. Yep. And you have Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, there are four films that you can watch. Those are the four films. And if you're watching anything else, fuck you, yeah, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, what's that one friggin' Christmas movie where the kids got like a. A lamp that's a Christmas... That's like a woman's leg or some shit. No, that's...
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no idea. No.
0: Is, it, is it a Christmas story?
1: It sounds like a Christmas leg. I can think of one straight off the bat. What is a film that you find is a really nostalgic feeling for you watching it, which no one else gets?
0: Oh, it's definitely Return to Oz.
1: Mine's probably a little more
2: mainstream. I'd have to go with Hook.
1: All right, I'm going to pull one out on you. Bugsy Malone. As soon as I saw it available, I think it was on Region 2 in the UK. I ordered it from Amazon. I remember going to my sister and going, i got Bugsy Malone on DVD. And she's going, what the fuck did you get that for? (laughs) 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 If you do enjoy, like... Share, you can give us a five-star rating. If you like us, if you don't like us, just leave it alone. Just go away. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Doc, we'll send you bobs and Virgin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome once again, episode five of the Uncredited Extras. It's ready to go. With me today the ship we like to call the friendship. <laughs> now, just having a look at his uh, profile on Facebook from about seven years ago. Favourite song, November Rain. Holiday destination is New York. Currently wearing great underwear. Hayden, how are you going today?
0: Oh, uh, jeez, I'm drunk. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm in a great headspace. I'm feeling lubricated and I'm ready to, like, just crank some shit out. And November Rain is still my number one song. It, it It's followed closely by, I think, Madness by Muse. And then yes. probably something by The Phooey's. But I'm great. I'm fucking just great.
1: Well, you've won over our 40 to 50-year-old demographic there, I think, with November Rain. Well done. Yep. Uh, what what have you been drinking to get you in, in such a tizzy?
0: Uh, Alright, so first I had... This lychee rice vodka—I think I'm not sure—but it was pretty. (laughs) It was super potent.
1: It's always good when you don't know what you're drinking.
0: Yeah, my brother gave it to me. He's a—he's a fun unit.
1: Yeah, drink this. You love it. What is it? Don't know.
0: It could have been turpentine. Who the fuck? And then I had um, I had a cherry pear cider, and then I had. Uh, this Japanese whiskey, and now I'm on the honeymead because, you know, mixing up alcohol.
1: That's never backfired for anyone.
0: does wonders for, you know, I haven't, I haven't mm. repeated a drink tonight. It's a good streak I'm one.
1: We could very well have our first live recording of someone chundering in this oh, episode. Oh no, no, I, yeah, look,
0: I, I, I'm not going to vomit.
1: Okay, well, uh, we can Don't just edit won't. that out later if it, if that happens. <laughs> We're going to move right along because uh, I'm very keen to introduce the other co-pilot on on the Friendship. From 1999 to 2005, this gentleman was the president of the Southeast Melbourne Indiana Jones Cosplay Club, Doc. <laughs> Welcome back, mate. I, I can't have been a very good president because I didn't even know about it. <laughs> you did you did live down towards the Mornington Peninsula area, so God knows I what you're on down there, so <laughs> yeah, no, <it's> <laughs> Hayden's just contained himself after that. He, to give some context, I don't tell them what sort of intros I'm gonna give, so <laughs> it was much of a surprise to uh Doc as it was to Hayden. Now Just before the recording, we we did uh, see what each other were drinking. Doc, it was popular opinion that you were drinking your own urine. Is this correct or not? Wow. No. Thank Christ (laughs) for that.
0: You know you aren't in Waterworld, correct?
2: It's uh, American
1: honey. Well, that's much... um, Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. I like American honey. It's quite nice. It's quite nice. No, don't get me wrong. I like it as well. I was just... I don't have anything for that.
0: (laughs) Comparative to his urine, I imagine American Honey is bliss.
1: Ah, Slightly sweeter, I would have thought. Less sterile. All right. Maybe we should move right along. How's that? I think we should, yeah. Before we touch on catching up on what we did last episode, which feels like such a long time ago, doesn't it? I wanted to have a touch on Hidden Gems briefly i want to touch on that a bit more either of you gentlemen this is a question without notice guilty Ooh. pleasure films tv shows so you can categorize it as perhaps something that you like that you know you'll get ridiculed for for liking Ooh. if you told someone else
0: i know what i think doc you look like you yeah. need
1: uh, i've like actually got one there. so <laughs> i'm i'm oh.
0: I'm ready. You go first. You go first because
2: I'm ready to go. I, I think this one is going to catch you both off guard, actually, and I can't believe I'm going to blame the American Honey for this. <laughs> <clears throat> um, one of mine is the, I think it's Kate Hudson Matthew McConaughey film, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know what? That doesn't actually shock me as much as it should, knowing that uh, how highly you rate uh, some films such as Love Actually and those sorts of things. You've got a bit of a soft spot for the for the old rom-com. I know you do. It, it's just a fun, silly film. Like it's not even a great
2: comedy. It's just I don't know. It struck a chord with me the first time I watched it for some reason. And if it's if it's on, I can't help but watch it. <laughs>
1: Now, Hayden's got a, no one can see this, but Hayden's got a couple of stress balls going at the moment. I think that's that shocked him to the core. How do you feel about that response, Hayden, just before you move on to yours?
0: Gee, like um, I mean really? So you were introduced <laughs> as the president of the Southeastern chapter of Indiana Jones Cosplay Club. How to lose a guy in ten get ga- <laughs> ten days? I almost said gays. Um, you almost did I, it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost did it.
2: Really? Well one of.
0: What 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 is it? What I'm just I got nothing for that. I feel like I've had an embolism. <laughs> what is it about it? Is it is it nostalgic? Did you watch it with someone important?
2: No, it like I can't even couldn't even tell you how old the film was. And like I said, it's not even a, a brilliant comedy. It's just Just resonated with you. Just yeah, yeah. I, I just had a few few laughs with it and it just stuck with me.
0: God damn, I wasn't expecting that sorta of, <laughs> that sorta of bad. Um
1: He saves all the grenades for this show. I do.
0: I don't really I, I don't think I'm speechless often.
1: No, it's true, you're not.
0: Matthew uh, all right. Fair enough. What, whatever. Oh I, I like I, I've got so many questions, but I feel like we've got a finite amount of time that I don't really want to occupy with the hundred odd questions I have for Doc about
1: that. Well maybe that's so we can um send that out to listeners. Yeah. Get in touch, get on our socials, <laughs> send a lengthy email. Why do you? Why does well, this film resonate with you? Let so me much?
0: ask a question. Do you remember mm-hmm. the first time you saw it?
1: I don't know. Couldn't couldn't tell you.
0: Something about it appeals to you. Yeah. Who might Who might judge? You know. I mean, I've got my guilty pleasures, but wow. All right.
1: Fair yep. enough. Seg- segwaying into that, what what is that?
0: Mm-hmm. Um. I, I get quite embarrassed to admit that I like the Resident Evil franchise, because the game is my favourite game on, you know, in the history sort of a gaming, and, and it's my favourite franchise of games. Um, yeah, and those movies get shitter and shitter as they go, like the first one's, the first one's good, second one's a bit of fun, third one's sort of a bit of a struggle, and then they just Fucking spiral downhill really, really, really hard. They the the last one, um Poor shit, I don't even know the name, but or the subtitle, but it is almost unwatchable. But I thought, you know what, I've come five films deep, I've got to finish the sixth one. <laughs> and I it. In it for the long haul. I watch I watch one, two and three and then that's it. And I sort of do feel that sort of guilt like I imagine how like some people like crank one out and then feel guilty about doing it. <laughs> in that sort of vein, like I watch it, I'm like, oh, I've just I've disappointed Martin Scorsese. You no,
1: know, it, it depends on what you're cranking it out to as to how disappointed you feel.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, it, it, it sort of. Well, we're we'll, we'll not going down that tangent because
1: no, no, that's a dangerous tangent yeah. or tangent. Oh, that's, a, that's a new word in the drinking yeah. game. So drink everyone.
0: But, yeah, Resident Evil, they, they're they truly shit films. They do nothing for the fran- for the gaming franchise, which is mm. absolute masterpiece. Mila geography just sucks, and the fact that her husband directed them all means that, you know, you can clearly see how she got, got the role, and they have a heavy focus on Michelle Rodriguez, and she sucks as well.
1: <laughs> um, I don't really... Ha- Anyone else you liked out of that?
0: <laughs> I don't really have a lot to say about them. I don't know why I watched them.
1: So you're a... Uh, uh- Affinity for the franchise in general.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the reboot, though. It looks pretty pretty bore. Mm-hmm. What about you, mate? You've clearly been thinking about this. You've got something. I know you've got something.
1: Oh, I haven't lost sleep over it, but I thought it might be a good topic to bring up. I might have seen it somewhere else, so I couldn't claim it as my original idea. But, yeah, look, I, back in the days when I used to watch anime, I don't watch that much anymore if at all there was a series called Guyver so that's not to be oh. mistaken not to be mistaken with MacGyver which um, a lot of people do when they first hear the name clearly you're aware of that series I love Adam.
0: Guyver I love, so, love, really enjoyed Guyver the movie
1: yeah so which one are you talking about because that's the one I'm bringing up
0: the live action
1: there's two live action
0: I've seen one of the live action the first one that they released
1: okay so did the one you have seen star mark hamill no you have not seen the first one
0: which Guyver have i seen let's check this out
1: you have seen you i'm guessing you've seen guyver dark hero which is actually the sequel to the guyver
0: yeah no i have not seen the mark hamill one when i was a kid no. i watched the other one my cousin would hire it all the time
1: Yep, so Guyver is the one I was going to bring up. So I was I actually probably similar to your, what would you say, cousin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's probably similar to him. I saw it at back in the days when Blockbuster was still around and took it home. And as a kid with uh, no nothing else to go by, you sit there and you think, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. And it's actually really graphically violent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Think of, um, oh, I guess you could say, probably Power, Ra- uh, Power Rangers and steroids.
0: It really, it really was. It was like a, a, a weird sort of... It's a shape. gory Power
1: Rangers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, go- going by the Rotten Tomatoes, number one scores are 35. Number two scores are 60. So
1: wow. Clearly, yeah,
0: clearly, I've got a bit more taste.
1: The sequel is significantly better than the, than the first one. Um, the first one's a lot more campier. Uh, and takes a much more comedic approach so so yeah that was mine um i had something in the lot in the in the foreign one (laughs) that's completely escaped my brain yeah
0: but that that anime series was an absolute cracker
1: yeah absolutely my Um,
0: lord like i like i i guess it's sort of you know in the same vein of mortal kombat the game versus mortal kombat the films mm.
1: yeah
0: absolute brilliant series
1: yeah So that was mine. Um, Listeners, if you've got yours, feel free to get in touch with us and tell us yours, and Hayden might actually jump on social media for once and and be able to tear it down for you or agree with you.
0: I will, I will. People can fire me up. Doc, have you ever heard of Guyver? Sorry, I just asked that as you're taking a sip.
1: No, I I
2: have, yeah. I remember I was first introduced to that back at a friend's birthday party
0: so you you have seen guyver
2: i i couldn't tell you which one i've seen but i I definitely know of it
0: but you hadn't seen robocop
1: (laughs) he has now i have now you saw
0: you saw the shitty 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 guyver films even number one i enjoyed it but it's still pretty crappy (laughs) but you hadn't seen robocop Fuck.
2: hey i didn't organize (laughs) the movies
1: for the party that's just what was there
0: Maybe you should have.
1: Just take control, Doc, next time. Just take control. Yeah,
0: next time you're at a 12-year-old's
1: birthday, you pick those movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, just, I think we both just had the image there of Doc just dominating a 12-year-old's birthday. Now watching this. <laughs>
0: We're watching American Psycho, and that is fun.
1: <laughs> well, I was about to say a Serbian film, but no one wants to watch that. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's, that's grim.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah. Even even, all I read shit. was a synopsis, and uh, that was enough for me. Gentlemen, before we move on, I wanted to touch back on hidden gems. Um, so I'm, I'm now making it my mission to, to find a, a hidden gem tucked away somewhere. It might be a case of it's a foreign film. Might be a case of it's not a big budget film, but is actually quite good and just no one knows about it or very few people know about it. And yeah, it's going to be my mission now. So last episode, Hayden alienated our Russian audience by saying Big Lebowski was shit. (laughs) (laughs) So in an effort to to win our Russian audience back, I have focused on some Russian films since we've been uh, in between recordings. So... What did I start with? I'm just trying to think. So I I didn't do the obvious choice of Night Watch and Day Watch. I've already seen those. I really loved Night Watch. I haven't watched it for a while. Day Watch probably lesser of the two. I would have thought. Uh, have either of you two seen those?
0: Uh, I'm familiar with them. Mm. Haven't seen them
1: though. Move along quickly then. So I checked out the Creature Horror Sputnik. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Just to, to start okay. off with. Yep. Um, so that was not as formulaic as i thought it was going to be you just kind of watch the trailer and you sit there and you think oh it's just going to be another alien knockoff that sort of thing um look there's definitely elements to it and i think that's probably unavoidable but i was quite happy with how that played out uh without it it's not a perfect film but i was quite happy with how that played out and uh, in my bid to find a hidden gem in the Russian well I'll be honest I I pretty much only explored Russian (laughs) sci-fi try and
0: win back everyone that I pissed off
1: yes uh, the whole two people that listened to us in Russia so I started with what at the time was the most expensive Russian film ever made so it was called can I guess oh okay yep sure go for it at the time it was is it
0: Red Snow Dead
1: Snow? No, well, that's a different country altogether, but uh, it's Yeah, not that I, I actually don't
0: know any Russian films now that i think I was going to say Das Boot, but I've drunk enough Asport. that I thought that was Russian
1: and not German. Yeah, um, okay, we've alienated the German audience now, not yeah, that we have I got,
0: one. I got, I got nothing for you.
1: Uh, so
0: don't know why I often.
1: <laughs> it, it's the, uh, the cherry pear cider talking, mate. Inhabited Island is the title of the film. It's actually a two-parter. So at the time, I think it was like the equivalent of $30 million that it cost to make. Uh, Made in 2007, 2008. And it's based on a very popular book series or a couple of books uh, by a Russian author. And I think the English translated books were called Prisoners of Power, something like that.
0: It sounds like it's about zombies. Am I wrong? Yes. Okay.
1: Very wrong. <laughs> um, I'll try and give you a nutshell gist of the plot. So it's setting the near future. Basically, other planets have been settled. People that live on Earth have got access to a whole bunch of freedoms and health improvements and whatnot. So pretty much it doesn't make them superhuman as such, but it makes them a, a little bit stronger than your regular person, um, a little bit healthier, that sort of thing. So while this young guy's... Travelling throughout space towards some sort of He's on some sort of destination I didn't quite catch where it was uh, He ends up crash landing on a planet And the plan- and his ship blows up So he's got no way of getting off And he has to try and find help to, to get off So he actually lands on a planet that's ruled by a totalitarian regime I hope I'm saying that right So there's a group of guys in charge of the government But they're faceless So no one in the general public knows what they look like, but they're in charge of everything. And basically they're controlling the public with mind control through towers and radiation and that sort of thing. To say that it sped through the story was probably an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) I really had to focus on this to make sure I kept up with what was going on because the way I read it was... It was... For a viewer that already knew the story,
0: have you made it sound cooler than it is?
1: Probably. I look at and do you think?
0: Do you think that you know drinking has made it sound cooler than it is?
1: Yeah, possibly, and I probably left out a bit too. So the guy that crash lands, um, he actually through various acts starts an uprising against the totalitarian regime. So um, yes, I probably am making the movie sound cooler than what it is.
0: I'm probably building it up. Quite beautifully in my head Yeah, I, Apparently it's dog shit <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I think the movie was uh, Rated okay Had both critics and and Praises For me it was just for someone that already knew the story And they were just sipping through it as quickly as possible I found out later that the first part Had a director's cut So I didn't watch the re- director's cut first off Had I known that <laughs> I would have probably watched that Because it included about half an hour Or 15-30 minutes I think more content than what was in it already.
0: Geez, that can that sometimes that can be the biggest mm. difference. Mm, absolutely. Are Are you familiar with the director's cut of Waterworld?
1: I'm familiar with it. I don't think I actually have seen the director's cut well, of Waterworld.
0: Well, well, there's there's a cut to go off on a drink because I'm going to say
1: tangent. Tangent. Yep, I was waiting for it.
0: There's a prick that's gone around, and he's col- he's collected every known piece of footage from Waterworld, and he's created his own cut that has every own piece of it, and it goes for like, from what my brother tells me, almost four hours. Gee. Yeah, yeah, it's a long film. Um, but what they what they did not put in the theatrical release of of Waterworld, but they put into the director's cut is that when they. Do eventually dock? Have you seen Waterworld?
2: I saw it at the cinemas. Yeah.
0: Before I, I nice. You know how they get to dry mm. land at the end? In the director's cut, they actually have a uh, they stumble across a plaque that says Mount Everest. Okay. Which, 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 you know, I guess if you thought hard about it, it's like yeah, well, that would be the only piece of land available left. But um, yeah, with the director's cut, they sort of confirm that. Which. Yeah, adds adds so much more depth to the story, and adds so much more. Um, makes more sense, mm. you know. It's not just some. You know, it's Earth. You know, it's not some random planet. You know that it's like mm. that makes sense to me. Um, and it actually added a lot to the story. So, you know, I I do like director's cuts, and a lot of those scenes that they cut out can actually add to the story that they're telling.
1: Quick question before I get back onto my point. Shoot. Did they have the dead bodies in the at the top of Everest
0: Ooh. They did not
1: But <laughs> But Okay, fact Fact for our listeners So
0: They have a scene With a A, a pilot And that Scene was listed uh, Was shown in the uh, In the theatrical release But what they cut from it Was a scene Where that pilot Then goes back And talks to Dennis Hopper Who's You know, the big baddie Yeah And that pilot Was played by Jack Black There you and go And that was Jack Black That was Jack Black's uh, for speaking role, from what I believe. Um, and that was cut from the film. And I, my brother got, he and I um, matching on-screen used smoker costumes. So the smokers were the bad guys that were, were in the film. He got us uh, screen-used costumes that were used in the film for Christmas or my birthday one year or something. But, yeah, no, to answer your question, no, there were no dead bodies, but there was a <laughs> horse.
1: A horse, well there you go
0: A horse, well there you go go. I don't know why there was a horse on
1: Everest (laughs) (laughs) Well, World world was different times, wasn't it? Um, Going back onto what I was talking about So, to finish off my Russian exploration (laughs) Filming Sorry, it
0: sounds like you were actually on Sputnik
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, I I was in orbit as a cosmonaut Film called Guardians, which was released in 2017. Uh, so, it's very much like uh, Guardians ooh. of
0: the Galaxy ripoff, yeah?
1: Yes, yeah, so I'll give you a nutshell plot. During the Cold War, an organization called Patriot created a superhero squad, which includes members of multiple Soviet republics. For years, the heroes had to hide their identities, but in hard times, they must show themselves again. So, watching this film. I was certain this was based off something else. It had source material from something it was uh, taking away from. No. From what I can gather, this is an original film and it is a big steamy pile of dog poo. Wow.
0: Is there a prick in it that's like half Mm -hmm. there? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've definitely at least seen promotional material for this film.
1: Yeah, so um, the trailer for this made it over to the US, so uh there's there was some good special effects in this uh, I think the guy there's a guy in there with some big curvy swords which would not work really well outside of a movie um, <laughs> I, I don't think they're particularly practical practical rather they're just uh there for show but he sort of teleports here there and everywhere the, the special effects they look for the use for that were were quite good but there's another guy there who was telekinetic and He was getting shot at by some soldiers and he was using his telekinesis to cover himself with rocks that were on the ground. So he was essentially making himself a a rock man. So problem is he took so long to do this that if uh, any of the soldiers were any good of a shot, one would have just penetrated his head and he'd be dead.
0: (laughs) Could he use his telekinesis to block the bullet in general?
1: Yeah, Matrix. Like to make it Matrix Yeah, make
0: it like a... Make a telekinetic shield.
1: Oh look, mate! There was him? there was so many things wrong with this film. Not funny. Did he
0: hide behind an actual rock?
1: <laughs> uh, like I say, there's so many things wrong with this film, and this got critically panned in Russia too, which I found out sort of halfway through when I was losing interest. In
0: <laughs> I, I I had a little bit of interest in watching this for the novelty, but mm. yeah, you've really you've you've taken any desire I had to watch it just
1: gone. look the best thing about it is it's 90 minutes Wow so
0: it's a true it's sort of that older length film that we're used to from sort of like the 90s early 2000s
1: yeah yeah back yeah, in the 90, old, the good old days yeah. when they could set up a, a plot competently but mm. uh, Look, I can give you some of my notes. Uh, Not a lot to to like about this, unfortunately. Doesn't waste time in setting it up the very basic plot, and it barely expands on it. Script is horribly bad, and feels like the actors didn't have much to work with. Uh, Some of the sections of sci-fi were... Oh, sorry, the special effects are quite good, but most of the others are comically bad, especially when the guy that plays the... I want to say werebear, it's never... Actually said But when he transforms It's at oh, it, For If this was made in the year 2005 The special effects Would have been bad Wow Prosthetics The prosthetics on the main villain Are laughable Really? He looks like an absolute dingus
0: Cause I Do you know what It, it makes me think of One time I watched a pirated version Of Eric Banner's Incredible Hulk Yeah And it was I don't know why it got released like this, but it was unfinished. So the 3D effects, like there were, there were clear, like, um, I I don't know how graphic design works, but there were clear points of articulation and there were lines and there were all sorts of shit. That's the sort of thing that I'm envisioning or like that TV show from the early thousands that was about, uh, Oh, it was made in 3D doc. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: I don't actually know. Oh,
0: yeah, asshole. There's a show. There's a show. Uh, I think it might be called. Uh, actually, move on because I can't think of it. I'm gonna look it up until I'm gonna look it up until I think of it.
1: Oh, good. So that was my uh, Russian orbit around as a cosmonaut, and there are a couple of other films from uh, the Motherland, which I will be keen to. To explore But yeah I didn't have too much luck Sputnik was pretty good If you If you want uh, A recommendation Out of those movies Sputnik is the one To go for
0: Alright all right, Before we continue Do you know The show Reboot?
1: Reboot
2: Ah oh, That was with All the It was CG animation Wasn't it?
0: Yeah Was it better Or worse Graphically Than the show Reboot?
1: Oh you've got me Stumped now it would have to be yeah. better, surely. Re- Reboot <laughs> is I've horrendous got to have a look from at what I then. remember.
0: Reboot is shithead. Mm. It's got a nostalgic value, but mm. it was a terrible fucking TV show. 1994 to
1: 2001.
0: Yep, and it looks like, it kind of looks like Lord Man graphics. Yeah. Uh, like effects. <laughs>
1: yes, yes it does. Oh look, I will give credit where it's due, it's slightly better than Reboot
0: but not in terms of story just in terms of effects <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, they, they whizzed through the story none of the um character development was organic they gave a couple of characters a bit of backstory just so you could connect with them but there was zero connection whatsoever um, well that's
0: how i felt about suicide squad Gra- yeah. like graphically it was horrible and they ushered in all these massive characters that should have had origin films mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess, judging by that logic, Guardians is the Russian version of Suicide Squad. Gross. <laughs> All right. I'll move along for my hidden gem. so I'll continue my quest for a hidden gem, and I'll, I'll fill you guys in and, and listeners on how i how i'm going if you have any suggestions on what i should be watching for hidden gems please get in contact with us for our socials which we'll announce at the end of the episode or you can just jump in the link tree on one of if one of our socials if you're already following let's move on to ducks Movies he's never seen. Is that the correct title of the the segment? I don't think it's, it is. It's close enough, I think. Film <laughs> films films. Doc hasn't seen. I think that's the one. It should
0: be called Doc Shame. <laughs> Doc's Shame. Because <laughs> that's what I, I I feel embarrassed by it Oh
1: uh, dear. So last episode, mm-hmm. Time Bandits was the film you had to it watch. Was. You failed. I did. Big Lebowski was spoiled for you. It was. We still had two films in the bank. Should you have failed to watch Time Bandits? Mm-hmm. Doc, moment of truth. Did you watch Time Bandits? I did.
2: Yay! Hey! Oh. <laughs> you
0: I, dodged a bullet, my friend. I don't think Hayden has seen, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doc posted a photo of him watching Time Bandits the other no, day. No, I
0: did. I did see that. And. Because I've been drinking, I have forgotten about that. <laughs> I was ready to unleash hell, very uh, Spartan style.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, thoughts. It was,
2: it was a bit of a an emotional journey for me. Time Bandits. I because I'd never heard of it. Hayden, you sold me on the premise that it had Sean Connery, John Cleese. Which, straight off the bat, I thought, okay, this is going to be pretty good. Then I watched the trailer, mm. and that threw in the mix Michael Palin. I thought, this is looking even, mm-hmm. even more promising. You love Monty Python, mm-hmm. British humour. Terry Gilliam. I thought, this is going to be great. And then I watched it. Oh!
0: <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that you said, I'm just going to say, you've said emotional journey. Yep, yep. I hope that it's good emotions.
2: The first we'll say maybe half hour.
0: Mhm.
2: I was kind of thinking what the hell is, am I watching? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird.
2: It it it's
0: a weird journey.
2: It is. It, it took me a little while to get into it. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: And then I got to, I think it was probably around the, the second half of the film, and that was mm-hmm. when I felt it, it really hit its its stride, for me. um, I, I've skipped over a bit. I was, I found myself, maybe I spoiled it by watching the trailer, but mm-hmm. I found myself waiting to see Connery and waiting to see Cleese.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think going and into it... Not knowing that they will come is sort of a happy surprise. Yeah,
2: and when they did, because they were sort of almost... their role in the film was sort of so minor, Mm -hmm. it, it, it took away a bit for me.
0: So you were expecting them to be in it more?
2: I think, or you were hoping? That yeah, I, I I think based on, especially as I said, what I'd seen in the trailer, I really was expecting mm-hmm. a big sort of Monty Monty Python extravaganza, and it it wasn't that it was something completely different, but I did.
0: Was it good? Different?
2: It was. Diff- it was definitely not what I expected. But by the time I got to the end of it, mm-hmm. I loved it.
0: Uh, you know what? If we weren't so far apart, I'd kiss you right <laughs> now. That is, that is the response that I wanted. I would not have put that on the list it, had I not sort of felt the same it, way. It's
2: a film I, I want to watch again because I'm sure having watched it all and gone through that journey, I'll appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, um but you're glad you watched it oh absolutely and i'm I'm really hoping I can show it to the kids when they're yeah, I, I think yeah, absolutely. they will love it the the time bandits themselves um who was there uh, Kenny Baker Dixon Purvis Edmonds they were awesome that that crew was so good and some of the scenes that they had um in particular the the cages. Yep, there. Yep. <laughs> that, that whole scene yep. it's just there was so much tension put into that and then you're sitting there at the end thinking ah oh, surely we'll say person x's you know i don't want to spoil anything for ha- who hasn't seen it yeah but yeah you yeah. see that scene and there was there was a lot there i think the highlight for me was uh david warner i think played the evil genius he was mm-hmm. he was brilliant. I I thought he was such a good character. <laughs> the way that
0: it, it was, yeah, no, it, it was David Warner, and I think that what what I like about that film one of the well one of the things I guess you just touched on is that these big names are not as significant within the film. So you're Connery and your Palin mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but it still stands on its own two legs
2: yeah it does
0: you know you know it's not resting on one character's performance one actor's performance um it it stands on stands on its own without needing to have that big name because obviously you know i mean we're talking about quite a while Mm. ago um you know some of these actors were still coming into their own and things like that Mm. um yeah it, it definitely it doesn't rely on on a couple of performances you know For the most part, a lot of those actors, particularly at the time, were relatively unknown. Mm. And I I believe that's a reflection of, like you know, a quality story and and, um, quality directing and things like that.
2: Yeah, no, I I thought it was fantastic. I think, um, stupidly, I think my favourite scene, and I don't know how well you remember this, and it's a really ridiculous scene, is the titan walking out of the ocean and squashing yeah, the, yeah. squashing the fishmonger's house yeah I, I just thought that was see, brilliant <laughs> it,
0: see and, and uh, I guess this like for me is a little different so this this film came out in 81 mm-hmm. I was born in 82 and you know I, I grew up watching a lot of films so I I have this film additionally with the nostalgic value yeah it's a childhood film for me you know uh, I, I guess as you can understand you know you want to show the kids it is sort of that kid friendly sort of film but no I'm, I remember that film um, that that scene uh, quite specifically and yeah you know it, it, it doesn't just it's not just a good scene but it, it's sort of part and parcel of my childhood mm. that's awesome yeah I, fuck yeah but
2: <laughs> I, I have to ask your opinion on something and yeah. this will be interesting is it, is it going to jar me a little bit? Uh, no, look, I, I don't think so. Apparently it's mm-hmm. it's open to interpretation of the film. But did mm-hmm. the events of the film really happen? Or was it all imagination?
1: Or conspiracy theory? <sighs>
0: um, wow. Look, that's... I guess everyone... I, I guess it's it's obviously, you know, subjective it's open to interpretation Mm. there's no to me there's no you know definitive sort of answer to that question Mm. I don't even think you know from you know because it's been a little while since I've seen it not you know sort of decades but it's been a while Mm. I'm probably due for a rewatch I think from my memory I do believe it happened Mm -hmm. and I don't have any sort of definitive proof. Yep. Um, you know, I, I can't provide an example. It's more, mind, you know, more intuitive. I, I guess it's one of those films where not not you decide based on evidence, but you decide based on what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. And to pro- I, I guess to provide a really, really shitty example of that is Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Um, you know, it's very, it's left very, if you guys... Have you guys seen mm. Burton's Planet? Yes. You know, you know, there's that sort of ending where uh, Wahlberg, you know, and I don't care about spoiling it because it's a shitty film. <laughs> Wahlberg crash lands on Earth, and you know the apes are the new humanity, mm. and he specifically wrote that for you to interpret. It's your decision. I think Time Bandits is cleverly written, so that's your decision. Mm. What you want to believe, and I—I I, I mean, I—I I believed it all happened. I'm um, mm-hmm. probably due for a rewatch. You know, as as people evolve and change, and we become, uh, you know, we develop new beliefs and ideologies, and da, da 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 da, you know, maybe my opinion of that will have changed over the last sort of decade. But from from my last view, I was um, I was happy to be, not not adamant. But I was happy to believe that those events had occurred. Mm -hmm. What about you?
2: I, I, yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think you, you wanted to, to, to believe that, yeah, he went on that adventure.
0: Yeah, it adds a sort of, um, a whimsical element to it. And it, and and it makes me think of films like, it it sort of makes me think of films like Hook. Mm -hmm robin williams hook like that is very arguable none of that shit took place you know wizard of oz mm-hmm. uh, it's very arguable none of that took place mm-hmm. but it's written in such a way that you see all the events unfold but then it's really your decision it's not based on evidence within the film just what you want to believe mm-hmm. the um, never-ending story no that all definitely <laughs> Don't you don't you come at the never ending story, you hairy bastard? That all happened.
2: betray you saved shit. Hey, can okay. I ask you a quick question, Hayden?
0: Yeah, always. I encourage. Yeah,
1: he this. looks very serious. H- who's Atreyu. <laughs>
0: Alright, so we're not do- we're not doing the bingo roll this week. Never ending story is the film that needs to watch. You hairy, hairy Max Gorn gnome looking motherfucker. You're watching the never ending story before our next segment. You well, giant ball bag.
1: If that isn't a segue, I don't know what is. I think we've spent a fair amount of time dissecting it. So let's now that Doc has uh Revealed that he did watch Time Bandits, and we're very glad he did. Mm. We now need to select a new film for Doc to watch. Which so, which
0: has been selected, because I've <laughs> gone from liking someone to hating someone so quickly.
1: Now, we'll, we'll just double-check, Doc, do you actually know who Atreyu is? I, In all honesty, I, I'm fairly certain it's the main character
2: in The NeverEnding Story, but I, I haven't actually seen it...
1: Uh, well, Doc, um, I think Hayden's hoping that number ten pops up on the lottery ball. So I think I round think and round.
0: Massive, you massive asshole! <laughs> oh, why would you say that? I, I thought you'd
2: oh.
1: actually hung up, then, Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> he has been known has been known to rage quit. Yes. Oh, I almost rage quit. Thirty-seven, Doc. Mm-mm Causing for traumatic tension. That's not the name of the film. Uh, Big Trouble, Little China.
2: I haven't seen it. I know it's it's Kurt Russell, isn't it?
1: It is.
0: All right, all right. You are actually going to appreciate this. And when, if you watch it, I'll explain to you the influence that it has on Mortal Kombat. Okay. It, it played a very big role in the creation of mortal Kombat as a gamer you'll appreciate that but i'm just a bit fucking angry right now so i can't really
2: is is there different versions of the film like is there a director's cut or anything like that or there's just one one version
0: no i'm just just that look I, th- I think just the uh i i don't believe there's a director's cut but no just the normal version and i this is actually what i will Uh, get you to do Mm -hmm. if you've got your pen and paper handy
1: he doesn't clearly i
0: want you i want you try and guess how it's related to mortal kombat i think being a gamer you'll very easily pick it out and understand it but next next time we record we're going to have to set aside just a little bit of time okay so then i can elaborate because mortal kombat actually has a very thick cinematic uh, relationship And I think you guys will both appreciate it quite a lot. Um, but Big Trouble in Little China plays a pretty significant role in that.
1: Okay, that's, mm. that's interesting.
0: Yeah, but uh, we'll we'll go over that next time mm. when I'm less cut. <laughs>
1: Alright, films, uh, we get to spoil. Should Doc not watch Big Trouble in Little China? And he's proved that it can happen mm-hmm. already. Yeah. Number 26, gentlemen. Six. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves
2: Oh, and I haven't seen that either
1: No, well this is your list yeah. now
2: what, Watching <laughs> that movie is a spoiler
0: It
1: sucks <laughs> Why wouldn't you pick Honey, We Shrunk The Kids Not We Shrunk Ourselves
2: You picked the worst one
1: <laughs> well, we'll, we'll open it up to the uh, all of the Honey, We Shrunk things Yeah,
0: I'm going to destroy the first one
1: <laughs> Number three Thor 2, Dark World.
0: The worst, like the second worst movie <laughs> in this movie.
1: Hey. And lucky last. 38. Ready Player One.
0: Oh my god, that is a top film. And an amazing book. And I have number two here ready to be read.
1: So, Doc... If Doc does not watch Big Trouble in Little China by the next time we record, which could possibly be Christmas this year <laughs> we will spoil either. Honey, we shrunk one of the movies. Doesn't have to be <laughs> Doesn't have to be ourselves. Uh, because we just decided that. Thor two, Dark World, already player one. Doc, are you up for the watching challenge? I'm I'm up for the challenge. Beautiful, that's what we love to hear. Now, before we move on to uh, someone who requires to not wear pantaloons in order to speak, Doc, we have uh, we touched on last week, or even Hayden brought it up. It wasn't even us. Mm-hmm. Hayden suggested we bring in a new aspect of this game, another layer of the onion, if you will. <laughs> So we're pretty keen to get Hayden to watch The Room. He's quite adamant he has zero interest in watching this film. Mm -hmm. But because he brought this up, we're going to roll with it. So he decided that we should choose a film that he should watch instead of The Room. And if he doesn't want to watch it, he has to watch The Room.
0: Yeah, because I'm not a gaping pussy. So
1: (laughs) So, uh, Doc and I were speaking or conversing. If you will, earlier on in the evening. Mm-hmm. I said, Doc, what have you got for us? What what sort of? Can film I guess? Is oh, you can guess, I'm it. sure you won't get it.
0: Surely it's gonna be Ghostbusters.
1: Incorrect. No.
0: Okay. Are you talking about is the the
1: remake? Yeah. No, no, you're way off base, oh. mate. Way
0: off. No shit. Okay. I hadn't... What if I've already seen it? Do I still have to watch it?
1: If you've already
2: seen it? I will...
0: And I, can, and I can adequately describe it and prove that I've seen it? If you it.
2: can prove you've seen either of these films, I will... I'll have to go back to the drawing board.
1: I can gar- okay. guarantee you 110% you haven't seen one of these films, and I'm fa- right. fairly certain you haven't seen the other one, but I'm going to let Doc announce it. Right. So what we're going to do, Doc's going to say two films, you're going to get to choose one of them to watch instead of The Room.
2: Come at me, bro. Okay. The first one is *Tromeo and Juliet*.
0: Oh, by the pricks that made *Toxic Avenger*. Yes. yes, correct,
2: correct.
0: Yeah, I, I met, I met the, I met the, um, at one of the cons. I met, um, the guy that started that that company. I don't know Troma. What his name.
1: Lloyd Kaufman. What?
0: Yeah, I met him at one of the cons. He was doing a Toxic Adventure um, exhibition.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so don't completely hate that.
2: Watch the trailer for it. What's it? <laughs> what,
0: what's the other one?
2: The other one is the uh, 2017 Buddy Flick Best Friends starring Tommy Wiseau and Greg... Satestro
0: You clearly You know that I'm not going to So Tromeo <laughs> so and Juliet It is I have to like, get this Get
2: this down
0: So well, guess, give, me a, give me a second So according to Will Tromeo and Juliet get 61% And it's got James Gunn in it Looks like it has a She looks like a porn star It's got Sean Gunn in it Uh it's got no one else I'm familiar with. A New York filmmaker loves the daughter of a former partner who stole his art film business. I'm gonna power through this,
1: don't
0: you worry. <laughs> Alright, so I've gotta come back and have seen Tremio and Juliet.
1: That sounds like it. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I can I can I read one review of it?
1: I think you should go in blind.
0: Go in blind? Alright, I'll go in blind. I, I actually I'm fam- like I know of this film because mm. I have I know it's probably I think they're probably their best rated film but whereas Toxic Avenger is probably their most well known film Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah no I'm familiar with it I'm ready to go and don't you pitch that Tommy Wiseau shit to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> You bagger, you bagger dicks, because I'll always pick the other film. Uh,
1: that's funny, because when he said it to me, I'm gone, oh, yeah, he's not going to kind of like that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to make Chelsea watch it.
1: Oh, that poor girl.
0: Chelsea, my lovely partner, is going to have to sit through that dog shit.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully she uh, she makes you sit through, uh, what was it, holes?
0: Nah, she watched that without me. No. Nah, yeah, I... she she knows she knows my thoughts on Shia, <laughs> so she she and I said no, please please, do us all a favour and just watch it without me. And she went ahead. You know, a lot of nostalgic value for me, and I could care any less.
1: Well, apart from Shia's brilliant uh, rendition of that character in Holes, so uh, we'll move into fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> no no better time than to move into.
0: All right, I'm going to take off my pants.
1: Hayden's pantless rant. He's taking the pants off.
0: Wait, where's the button there? All right. You got on, a button
1: down. on your pants? Are they robotic?
0: No. I'm sure your jeans have a button. Look. Oh, ben oh I've
1: seen too much now.
0: That's our Ben Sherman <laughs> plug. If you would sponsor <laughs> us, that would be appreciated.
1: Please sponsor us, Ben Sherman. What is your pantless rant, about?
0: Do you guys watch much reality TV? No. No. Fucking reality TV. <laughs> so, my friend came at me the other day, right? So, I have. I think I've hated reality TV for the longest fucking. When oh, I can see you've sat back, you're ready for this. I'm ready. <laughs> I, have, I have loathed reality TV for the longest goddamn time. There is a small sliver. Sliver? Sliver. Of reality TV that I find to be relatively acceptable. Because it borders on perhaps a documentary or it borders on perhaps something that you are interested in that shines a light and a bit of an insight into that industry so i know a lot of people like rupaul's drag race Mm -hmm. and i know that's that's like i've I've seen an episode or two and it's not the worst thing i've ever seen um i know some people and you know they like the cooking industry they like you know that gordon ramsay sort of stuff I myself i'm fond of the apocalypse you know I, I like the topic and doomsday preppers is is not too bad but my friend told me the other day that they there's a show out now about a camera crew that follows around driving tests what in the fuck kind of entertainment is a driving test or a driving examination do you guys have any thoughts real quick Would you watch a show about pricks driving around learning how to drive?
2: No. But then I'm not a reality TV
1: watcher either, so that's...
0: (laughs) Thank Christ, I almost defriended
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) That's a negative for me as well.
0: My Lord. I I don't understand... Like, I I was hoping that reality TV fucking would have died by now. Like... I, I get why the why the networks do it. It is cheap TV. It is mm. shit that they don't need to pay writers, they don't need to pay actors. All these assholes want their five seconds of fame and think they're gonna spawn careers from mm-hmm. it. But so, so few do, and it is such dog shit TV between Big Brother, Survivor, mm. um those assholes on that Jersey shore, um Kardashians. All that Kardashian shit, like it's like everyone knows it. it's not even reality TV. It's all simulated out of the asshole, you know. Like it's so set up, it's so manufactured, it's so monitored. You're not actually getting a proper insight anyway. Mm. But then you're also you're also looking at situations that are completely, completely simulated. How mm. many times have you moved into a house with twelve pricks and some guy over a big microphone says, "Do this, mm. do that, compete in this entertainment," and then you've got fucking goggle box mm, um. which is which is which is watching pricks watching like on tv yeah
1: it's kind of like watching was, someone else uh, play a video game isn't
0: it? it it's nothing like
1: that no i was, I was waiting for doc to react he's clearly not paying attention <laughs> no
0: he's not paying no no it's not like that because look i get i get that you know there are not a lot of people that can that that can game very well so in terms of twitch streaming for doc they're, you know, like Chelsea, Chelsea loves watching people play games because she's an avid gamer, but she's not gonna sit through a lot of the games mm. themselves. So she's not watching me react to shit. She's watching me play a game. Mm-hmm. So I get the Twitch the Twitch um appeal. But watching people watching TV, that is the worst thing I can think of doing. Could you imagine sitting in a fucking room watching someone watching TV? And then, and then the forced bullshit reactions that come from them. My God, what what is wrong with people? There are so many fucking streaming services these days. There is so much access to... We are in the golden age of television. I don't think television has been as great as it's ever been right now. And arguably may not be as better as it's ever been with the amount of amazing TV that we get to watch these days. And people are watching assholes on their driving tests it's fucking ludicrous and and i was discussing with my friend about it because he he he's he shares some opinions with me there's the odd little bit of of reality tv that's it's almost like a documentary it's almost like getting an insight into a world that you're unfamiliar with but i watch tv all the time i know what that shit's like fuck me (laughs)
1: Like, the extent of my reality TV watching will be... So I watch a show called Forged in Fire.
0: Yeah, I know that. The weapon-making show. Yeah. So you actually get that's an insight. Yeah. That's, that's cool.
1: Yeah, you get an insight into how they make it and what the terminologies are and all that sort of stuff. My wife just started uh, watching a reality show called Blown Away, and it's not sexual, so don't go down <laughs> that path. It's uh, about glass blowing competition. So all these wow. glass blowers come and yeah, yeah.
0: Now, now, now here is the thing, right? When you take when you take in fire, that's educational almost. You are learning mm. about how they make weaponry. I am learning. <laughs> I am learning. <laughs> Super <laughs> Nintendo shows the the glass bowling competition. You are getting sort of an insight into something that you never get to experience. Who wants to see six dickheads named Kardashian and what they do with their day?
1: Apparently, someone does.
0: Oh, a shitload of people There are, okay, and I'm going to alienate a lot of people here But there are a lot of mongoloids out there <laughs>
1: reaching, into, reaching into the depths of uh, early 2000s derogatory comments <laughs> I just,
0: I, 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 I can't understand why people find that kind of reality TV entertaining Anything that's not educational, something that's not uh, you, you, you can't derive anything from all you're doing is watching the drama of rich people and idiots that have signed up to a contest. Mm. Like Big Brother.
1: Yeah, well, I I get the Big Brother is probably, uh, for the contestants themselves, like you say, they're trying to get their 15 minutes. For viewers, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I watched Big Brother when it first started Mm -hmm. just to see what it was all about. And I probably kept with it for a couple of seasons. And just when you discover it's just the same people... The whole time it gets old very quickly. So I was probably unfortunate in a sense that I kept with it as long as I did. There's actually one that I still stand by, which I found, found had very good entertainment value. It only I think it only aired one season in Australia, but it had about three or four seasons in America. Does anyone remember the Joe Schmo, the Joe Schmo, show? Not at
0: all.
1: The name sounds familiar. So the premise was. It was a reality TV show, but one contestant out of the whole lot don't know it's a fake reality show.
0: Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. So there's
1: one contestant in the whole series that isn't in on the whole thing. Everyone else is pretending to be a reality TV or be part of the reality TV show. Does this make sense? Mm
2: hmm.
0: I get it. I'm just
2: bored.
1: <laughs> Look, I, I I probably stayed with it that probably half the first season. I think I thought, oh yeah, this is a cool idea, and then it sort of got old a bit. And then I was shocked to find out it got four seasons in America. So well, I shouldn't be shocked. It is no, I won't say that. I'll alienate our American audience. Hello, Americans, welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's weird because there's like, have you heard of? Uh, I think it's called Dead Set.
1: Yes, so that was the, the UK mini series that was you know Big Brother type set up and there's a zombie apocalypse out, outside. Yeah, which the, is yeah.
0: Yeah, which is rad. Like I, I really enjoyed that. I, I found that fun. Um so that was very conflicting for me because it's shit that I don't like, but I found it very entertaining. I guess it was just, you know, me. it was milking that whole reality TV dynamic Yeah. And then yeah.
1: Fair enough. All right.
0: mm. Oh fuck.
1: <laughs> so rant over. Is it? Is that uh, all you've got for us this week for the rant? Yeah,
0: my legs are getting cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, we're, we're probably going over, but we'll uh, we'll quickly zip through. I'm planning on editing a few, a uh, fair bit of this. <laughs> we generally cap off each episode with what what we have been watching. Now, Doc, remind us uh, what you were watching last episode. Uh, yeah, last episode where, when we recorded. What were you watching, do you remember? Oh, last episode I, I think I mentioned we'd finished The
2: Sopranos. Yes. Uh, we've been re-watching The Big Bang Theory.
1: Right. Uh, no, you didn't You didn't mention that last episode. No,
2: well, that's we've literally got the last two episodes to go of the series ever. So we're going to wrap those yeah. two up probably... Tonight or tomorrow night.
1: Um. That um. Would you agree that got like now Hayden? I know you're not a fan of this because I could see your thumbs down. Mm. But probably the last two or three seasons just seem like they're running out of ideas.
2: I would say the last six or seven seasons they were running out of <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, and can
0: it, I can I say something that may get edited out? Sure. And it may get edited out because, you know, it might turn out to just be something that we discuss, but I heard someone describe to, so my friend said to me the other day, someone described to him Big Bang Theory as the nerd version of blackface.
1: Yeah, because it paints um, nerds or nerd culture in a derogatory sense.
0: Exactly, mm, Yeah. exactly. And I thought that was the most apt description of that show that I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. And if you guys agree with that, or what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's a, probably a bit harsh, I would have thought. Mm. Um, look, I get, I get where that mindset is coming from. Mm-hmm. But for all intents and purposes, it's created for entertainment, and I think you'll find many stereotypes... And things of that nature in other shows that go unnoticed. So mm. I think for Big Bang Theory, it's probably a little bit of oh, maybe an element of uh, tall poppy syndrome, mm-hmm. just cutting it down because it's so big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doc, your thoughts? Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. Actually, I think
2: because it's it's reached such popularity, it's an easy target. But I could I can definitely see the point you your friend was making. Yeah. It's it definitely has. Some well, way. he
0: he wasn't even necessarily making it. Sorry, it was more that someone had described it to him, and he was just sort of rebounding it off me as a as something to think about. And I mean, you know, I've you know I've thought about it a little bit. I'm like, look, I can see again. I can see what he's he's getting yeah. at. I I I agree with it to a sense, but to like to a degree. But yeah, it is. It is a big, 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 big target, and it's easy to take aim at. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I just I thought it was an interesting point mm. of view for people to think. It
1: is actually, yeah. You watching anything else apart from Big Bang, Good Doctor?
2: I actually haven't been. Um, I mean, as you guys both know, I've thrown myself right back into
1: to streaming. Um, at Doc Plays. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Link will be in the show notes.
2: Yes, yeah, so I know, it's uh, it's just been Big Bang Look, I've probably, cards on the table Probably caught a couple of episodes of Downton Abbey Because um, <laughs> my wife has been on a binging spree of that at the moment So if she's watching it, I'll just sit down and, you know Watch 30, 40 minutes or
1: so of it um, uh, For context of my laughing, uh, Hayden grimaced Then proceeded to flip dock the beard after announcing that <laughs>
0: So thought I'd give him a chance to say why he's watching that shit, but, you know. Look, it's... Whatever, Doc. Look,
2: it's not the worst show I've ever seen, I must say. Um, but, yeah, it's it's not something I'd go out of my way to watch either.
0: Look, I, I accept you as you are. You don't need to justify your actions. You've disappointed me so much in the past. Why should it change?
1: <laughs> uh, any movies apart from Time Bandits, Doc? No, actually, no, no movies at all, though. This this break. Fair enough. Hayden, first mate. Yo, yo. Show's been watching any movies?
0: Oh fuck! I have just barreled through Peaky Blinders. I didn't realise there were six episode seasons. Like it's like a mini series. Uh, They've just started filming season six, and I've got. um, I've just started the last season that they filmed. It is just amazing TV. I'm just hornier and hornier. Cillian (laughs) Murphy, Tom Hardy. The lads are just... Adrian Brody was just in the last season. My God.
1: Tom Hardy makes you hardy.
0: He makes me hardy and horny. It is brilliant. (laughs) It is absolutely... It's just... It's everything that's my my whole jam. So it's, you know, sort of period London. Um, you know, their dress sense. Um. It's, it's beautiful and violent and just well-told story with just amazing acting.
1: Yeah. Movies?
0: Had we discussed a live last time? I don't think we had. I don't think mm. so. So it's that, it's a South Korean Netflix film where you follow uh, one one young guy. I guess it's, it's weird. If Netflix didn't exist, this would be one of those sort of... Diamonds in the Rough, but um, because of Netflix, everyone can access it. It's got a hashtag alive. It's about a, a young South Korean guy who lives in a apartment block during an apocalypse. Oh, I you know of this his, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you watch his journey as he struggles to sort of stay alive and maintain his sanity during an outbreak. What I love, uh, and we're gonna get to it one day about um, Asian Asian cinema, particularly the zombie genre. They keep. Mm finding new ways to explore it. You'd think it was done to death the way that Hollywood do it, but mm. between, you know, with films like Alive, with films like Train to Busan, they still keep finding ways to reinvent the genre and look at it from new angles and tell new stories that haven't already been told. Yeah. Brilliant. What about you, mate? What's What's been on your radar?
1: Mm. Well, movie-wise, I had the unfortunate experience of watching Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, With with, with Nick Cage? Yes, those unfamiliar, that's uh, one of Nick Cage's most recent developments Uh, I was really hoping that was going to be a lot more fun than what it was It looks ridiculous in the trailer, don't get me wrong I had a fair idea of what I was getting myself into Mm. But your best actors are Cage, as you'd expect Frank Grillo and Rick Yoon. So the latter two barely get any we we'll barely get any lines. Grillo's in it for the majority of the film. Ricky Yoon probably gets more lines in the film than what Grillo does. Ricky
0: Yoon uh, is, a, is a Fast and Furious alumni, is he?
1: Yeah, possibly. I'm, yeah, I'm not an avid watcher so. of the yeah. Fast and Furious franchise, but um, fingers crossed that ends in space, you know, uh, both uh, figuratively and literally. Uh, sorry to all the Fast and Furious franchise lovers. I uh, don't want to alienate you. I uh, probably should add alienate to the the drinking game. Uh,
0: he, sorry, he was in Fast and Furious and he was in Olympus Has
1: Fallen. There you go. I'm adding alienate to the drinking game. Uh, we haven't had we haven't said quintessential, although I have now. So you need to drink now. Oh, <laughs>
0: That's my last sip. Of all. Yeah,
1: it's my last drug as well. Ah. TV show wise I've jumped on a couple of new shows so I did throw a suggestion out to you guys to check this one out it's called Code 404 Mm. it's a it's a British I guess action comedy so the basic plot of it has been done before a lot Um, so in if you are an avid sci-fi watcher like myself and you guys are to an extent as well Mm. A basic premise is it's almost a, a little bit of a Robocop premise, so a cop dies while they while he and his partner are on the job mm-hmm. and basically he's brought back to life with cybernetic enhancements so it's not to the extent where he's covered in metal and and all that stuff mm. it's it's all internally but he's been dead a year and so all all of this is in the first episode it's uh not too spoilerish i wouldn't have thought so yeah so he's dead for a year all of a sudden he comes back he's alive he's got cyber cybernetic enhancements internally so nothing outward appearance wise Mm -hmm. his partner has actually got together with his ex-missus so yeah (laughs) yeah so the, the cop that died and has been brought back to life has gone straight back home expecting to be Welcome back with open arms after being dead for a year and wife's gone, no, no, I need time to think when in actual fact she's actually been shacking up with his ex-partners. So I've watched the first episode of that. That was actually quite funny. I actually got, I laughed out loud watching that. So I wasn't expecting that, which was a nice surprise. Uh, the other couple of shows I've been watching. So there's a Canadian show called Trickster. Uh, mm-hmm. So this will fly under the radar of most people, I would have thought. I haven't actually read a, uh, I read a brief synopsis before watching it to see if it was worth watching, and I deemed it to be so. So I've actually watched the first couple of episodes of this. So set in Canada, eh?
0: Yeah.
1: And it And it's on, I guess you could say, a native Canadian uh, town, suburb, that sort of thing. Uh, where it's fairly low econ- economic. The main character is a, a teenage guy who works in fast food, but he actually deals drugs through the drive through. So he he cooks it and and uh, sells it through the drive through. His mum is nut job and out of control. Uh, yeah. Talk talks to invisible people, as in no one else can. Only she can see who she's talking to. Mm-hmm. And she's heavily involved with the local drug dealer as well, but there's a supernatural element to it. So there's a stranger that rolls into town. Uh, He essentially comes out straight away and says, "I'm your father." Your dad, who claims to be your father, is is not, and he appears to be some sort of skinwalker. So anyone skinwalker, yeah. So anyone familiar with Native American folklore. We'll know that a a skinwalker is a, a creature who can change shape and wear the skin of a, another person, or mm-hmm. change their appearance. And from what I can gather, is a, a very deceptive and not very nice entity. So I like where that show is leading. Mm. Um I'm actually impressed with how decent the acting is. Like I wasn't expecting too much. You can be a bit. Hit and miss with Canadian shows, mm. and I know we some of us have seen a few. So I was pretty impressed with that one, and I'll continue to watch that one. It's a short season two, at six episodes, so it's a good short British style season. Not British in its in the making of it, just in the how short the season is. Yeah. Uh, and I finally got around to watching The Stand, or the first episode of The Stand.
0: Oh, is that any good? It's on my list.
1: Yeah, so the only jarring thing I found about it was towards the end there's a bit of a time jump. And I thought, "Wait, hang on, what's going on here? But everything else yeah. about it, I liked it. So I'm only one episode in there, but yeah, I plan on yeah. catching up on that fairly soon.
0: Yeah, that's definitely that's on my radar. Um, I've got five episodes of Peaky Left and then one to the stand.
1: Yep. So that's me. Is there anything else we want to cap off before we disappear for another episode?
0: When when was our last episode? Uh,
1: nineteen eighty three.
0: <laughs> okay, so the year after I was born. I was, <laughs> no, I, you know, you know, my whole problem, you know, my missing of the cinema. I got um i got, I think it turns out to be about 12 movie passes to the cinema from my partner for Christmas. Yes. um, From Chelsea, She gave me eight regular. She gave me four gold class. So I was pretty wrong to go until I've heard that the only two movies that are going to get actually properly launched this year are Black Widow. And, I mean, you guys know my thoughts on Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you love her. (laughs) And... The next Fast and the Furious <laughs> fucking movie. So everything that was decent that was going to be released is potentially going to be released next year. You mm, know, mm. all those pushbacks with... Uh, what, what, what Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, I think James Bond got pushed back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so I think we might end up going to see a few sort of... You know, like there's a new Studio Ghibli film coming out. It's their yep. first one that's done in 3D. There's, yeah, I think we're going to end up seeing... Probably more low-key independent films as opposed to the
1: blockbusters. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know. Touching on three D doc, you'll be pretty excited once Avatar two finally comes out.
2: Hang on, can I disconnect? Is that?
1: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> don't don't even get me started on Avatar. <laughs> my
1: pants will come uh, off. <laughs> and that'll. But work. then
0: there's, there's four more.
1: Yeah, I know. Why? We'll be old and grey by the time four comes out.
2: <laughs> Maybe our kids' kids will be able to see it.
1: And they can pan it too.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> the unaccredited extras junior.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think that's as good a time as any to, to cap off the episode. We've run mm. a bit over, but we might uh, edit a little bit of this out. Uh, gentlemen... Uh, you can, or any listeners that want to find us, find us on social media. Probably one too many drinks on my behalf tonight. Mm-hmm. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All our listening platforms are in our Linktree site, which, which you can find in the show notes. Uh, you can also find it on our social media as well. You can also find fun little accounts on our Linktree as well. So you can find Doc's social media, so Twitch. Instagram and Twitter. You can find my Letterboxd where I leave movie reviews. You can also find my TV Time account if you want to follow what I am watching on TV. Hayden doesn't want you to follow him anywhere. You
0: know what? Come at me. I'm ready for it. Find me on Facebook.
1: On Facebook.
0: Find me on Facebook. Come at me. Let's have a chat about, I don't know, something to do with TV and film probably because that's the whole... That's the whole theme of our podcast.
1: We didn't mention it last episode. I'll mention it again. Uh, We do have movie and TV groups on Facebook. One is Box Office Kings. One is TV Mm -hmm. Kings. If you apply Mm to join and mention in the questions that you have found us via this podcast, just write the uncredited extras. You will gain automatic approval Mm. and you can chat with us to your heart's content.
0: And you might get a pantsless selfie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well if
1: that's not incentive enough i don't know what is gentlemen been a pleasure as always thank you very much for your time i hope to catch up with you soon yes. and if not uh we'll look forward to speaking to everyone else who listened to this all two people in russia oh we did get a new <laughs> listener in mexico so hello oh. mexico wow mexico Hola. Hola? Yeah. Hola, you. is that am I am I
0: have I just pissed <laughs> them off as well? Is that, is that what I should be saying?
1: Hola? We'll we'll run with it. How's that sound? Yeah, nice. Thank you very much guys and we'll speak to everyone very soon. It's not Good night. Bye guys. Or good or good morning, depending on when you listening.
0: Playing my part in this.
1: Extra, don't you envy my success? Or the references I tour, glamorous.